0: Ball and Play 2 presented by DraftKings is underway. Head over to our Warehouse Games channel to see all the action from Ball and Play. Get some skin in the game and download the DraftKings app right now. Don't forget to use our promo code WAREHOUSE. That's promo code WAREHOUSE only at DraftKings Sportsbook. The crown is yours.
1: It is Monday, June sixth, 2022. This is another edition of Baseball Today presented to you by our good friends over at Shady Rays. Shady Rays, not only do they look great as our Male model Trevor Plouffe is showing you while he sips his half-caf decaf mocha latte with a twist. But whenever you inevitably break them or lose them, which I do several times a year, they will replace them. That is my man T. Plouffe. I am Chris Rose. I am jacked. I am ready to talk some baseball because what a wild woolly weekend we had there, sir.
0: Yeah, you are fired up today, and like you know, I'm also fired up, but for like a different reason. So I think like two fires equals more fire or no the fire goes out right fight fire with fire
1: speaking of fire i am donning the hat of the columbia fireflies the single a affiliate i believe of the Kansas city royals this is their pride hat which i am wearing with tremendous pride today it's very cool looking great representation as well i love it it's neat go check out their website for a little bit more information i like that hat I know it's sharp, isn't it?
0: Who is it again? The Fireflies.
1: Yeah, the Columbia Fireflies. I think they are the single A affiliate of the Kansas City Royals. So it's pretty neat. Yeah, we'll we'll drop it in in the description down there. Man, I had such a hard time. I just want to be honest with you. I had a very tough time narrowing this down to just five topics for the podcast slash YouTube version of the show. Just gonna be honest with you.
0: I can tell by how you write the questions, whether or not like you were super into the games or super not into the games. This time, Mm. there was so much there that I was like, oh, shit, Chris wants to talk some ball.
1: Here we go. And let's start with the craziest (laughs) series of the weekend. The one out in Philly, huge come from behind win. they were down four in the eighth Bryce Harper game time grand slam, the rookie Bryson Stott with the walk off three run shot bigger pick me up for Philly which of course made the managerial change on Friday or downer for the Halos fans who have now lost 11 in a row
0: man you could go either way on this one but i'm going to take the phillies i think you know look we talked about rob thompson coming in what's he going to provide i said maybe there's a little spark that they get from that but the players got to go do the do the thing on the field and surely they answered uh, the call there. I think the first pitch of Rob Thompson's managerial career was a homer from Schwarber. Like, they just started yeah. off really hot. And then Sunday, of course, yes, uh, Bryce coming up there, working the count to 3-2 against Iglesias. And just – he's so electric, man. Like, look how he fires the boys up right there. Yes. That was awesome. Like, like he – I love watching him play baseball and he and he seems to hit a lot of big home runs, but they get that uh, Duffy uh, uh, amends for his air gets the go ahead knock and then Bryson Stott comes up. And again, I think he worked a count to three and two as well before the homer. It was for Phillies and, and, and their fans. Uh, there's not a better weekend uh, they're going to have all year because they can point to this one and say, look, you know, whether it's Rob Thompson or not, whether, whatever it is, this is when we got the ball rolling and the angels, I know they're, they've lost 11 in a row. Now it's still a pretty damn good baseball team. So like they could take solace in that. It is a good baseball team. It is. You're going to have ruts like this. 11. I
1: like this. 11's a lot. And then
0: you lose the game like that. That's not fun, but I still think it's a very good baseball team. So I think the Phillies should, should walk away from this weekend saying, we can do this 100%. I
1: thought first of all I thought the coolest moment was when Bryce Harper hits not only a game time grand slam but over the huge shot of his head on the yeah. scoreboard out in right center like that was amazing to be able to hit it directly over his that was awesome. I was a huge fan of that. I love that part of it. I did not like it for the Angels. <laughs> I in fact I had to ask Angels Twitter how they were doing like I w- I'm i seriously worried about these fans right they're not because doing good got, no they've got two of the three or five best players in the game however you want to label Otani and Trout fine and y- you feel like even though they're just barely out of the wild card at this point that it just feels over you're like oh god I can't believe it It's early June, but you have that mentality. And then when you look at their next three series, they have to play Boston starting tonight. Then they have to play the Mets after that. And oh, by the way, they have to play the Dodgers after that. You're like, holy shit, we could really lose 20 in a row if we're not careful. (laughs) They're not going to, but that's how you feel as a fan.
0: Well, they were riding high. I think they were 27 and 17 before this 11-game streak. So, like, you're feeling good. It's like, you know, when Bitcoin was at 64,000, people are stoked about that, then boom. Gets cut out right from under you. So, look, it's not fun right now for Angels fans, but I do believe, like I said, this is a very good baseball team. Things like this do happen. They're sunnier days coming throughout the summer.
1: Well, that's only because they live in Anaheim. Stop it. Stop. I mean, Trout, Oh, did you ever think you would see a day where Mike Trout would go over for
0: yeah. Yeah. It's baseball, dude. Even, even Mike Trout, this is, this is actually a great uh, learning tool, teaching tool, if you will, for baseball kids out there. Like you're going to struggle. Even Mike Trout struggles, even, you know, Otani will struggle. Like the best players in the, in the world struggle. Cause it's a hard game, but Mike Trout, guess what? Lost- Soon he's going to go 13 for 26 and we're going to yes. forget about this.
1: And I hope it starts tonight for them nothing against the Boston Red Sox but man I I hate it when team we talked about it earlier this year when the Cincinnati Reds are 3 and 22 I was like I hate it for them I'm not a Reds fan but I hate it for them I don't want every team to go 81 and 81 I know there's going to be ups and downs but man long losing streaks and shit that sucks
0: If you asked Angels fans before the season and you said June 6 don't, you're going to be right at that. 500 would you take it I think they'd say don't yes do- You can't do
1: that because you've already been. (laughs) I can do whatever I want, but you can't do that. You can't say. (laughs) So if the Yankees lose their next 20 or their next 10 or whatever, and they're still, you know, 20 games over 500 or what you're going to say to the Yankees Twitter, well, if you were this and that through the middle of June, no, they'd be pissed off. So the angels fans have every right to be pissed off.
0: All right, fine. Angels, you stink. You are who we
1: thought you are. Is that what you want me to say? (laughs) No. Golly. Channeling your late Dennis Green. Thank you. (laughs) Good luck. Father's Day is right around the corner. And if you know, I'm a dad. I've got a lot of good things. So what are my kids? What do they want to get me? How about Manscaped? That's right. It is designed with fathers in mind. It's got the performance package 4.0. It is here just in time for dad's special day. Now inside the package, you're going to find the lawnmower 4.0 trimmer, the weed whacker ear and nose hair trimmer, the crop preserver ball deodorant, the crop reviver toner, the performance boxer briefs, and a travel bag to hold all the goodies in there. First off, let's start with the lawnmower 4.0. It's going to be the official MVP of Father's Day. It's the fourth generation trimmer. It features a cutting edge ceramic blade to reduce grooming accidents. How many times have you been down there and all of a sudden you're like, ah, damn, that does not happen here with the lawnmower 4.0. Plus, how many dads do you know that use the same trimmer for their face and their boys? That is a no-no. We do not do that. We use the lawnmower 4.0. It's gonna make you feel so, so good. I promise you. And one other thing, I told you about it earlier. They've got the boxers. They're the 2.0 version. They're here to save every father from the uncomfortable summer heat. These new boxers are packed with the revolutionary features, including the jewel pouch. So they cradle the boys and they take care of you. Plus, whenever I put those little things on and it says Manscape, Michelle looks at him, she's like. Yeah, bro. It's go time. So get 20% off and free shipping with the code baseball today at manscaped.com. That's 20% off and free shipping at manscape.com. Use the code word baseball today. Shake what your mama got gotcha. you. Nah, you shake what your daddy got gotcha. you. Mets and Dodgers, they split a really interesting four-game series in Los Angeles. What is the biggest thing that you learned? I
0: think that the Mets are dogs and I misread this team and it's going to be, it's going to haunt me all season long. This is like my giants from last year in the
1: back. Say it louder for the people in the back of Mets Twitter, who thinks that you hate them.
0: The Mets are absolute dogs going in, losing the first two games of the series only to come back and win the next two at Chavez ravine sons de Grom, Scherzer, McGill, uh, McCann is out, right? Like to go in and and get those two victories, a split, a four-game split is all they could hope for in that series. And they did it in, you know, a way too that I think just shows that mentality. I mean, I don't give credit to a lot of managers all the time, but Buck making a a great call, bringing in Diaz to face the heart of the Dodgers order, like that Mm -hmm. was cool. So that helped out. Um, And then just different guys stepping up for them, you know, Pete Alonzo doing the damn thing. He he hit hit the ball and played defense uh, this series. There's just, they got something going. And I think it's going to be really fun to watch, you know, you know, coming down the stretch here.
1: It's more than they just lost the first two and then won the next two. It's that they lost the first two and then they had to go Urias Bueller or Bueller, whatever the order was. And to win those two games was really impressive. I would agree with you there. for me, it's Pete Alonso. I really think we might see the first New York Mets MVP of the regular season. I think it's possible. Um, you know, with his swing, he can go into prolonged slumps, right? He could have an over 26 trout around the corner. It could happen. But he's talked about really working on becoming a more disciplined hitter. And I think it is showing up, right? He's leading the show in RBIs. I know some people aren't big RBI fans but i still think there's some value in driving in runs My of course
0: is. there is who is not an rbi fan i don't, I don't want to well, talk to
1: those people well you got uh, book shamby's a good friend of mine we had him on the show last week and he and i had a 10 minute discussion about it so yeah uh, it's, and it I understand it's circumstantial
0: important. that's why i mean
1: well it's, it's it's understandable because driving in runs is predicated sometimes on how good the guys are in front of you and not but i i do believe that there's an art to driving in runs but that's not here nor there with this discussion so he's tied for the nl lead in homers he leads the show in rbis he has seven career homers in 12 games in chavez ravine is there any question the dude's going to be the first three three-peat champion of the home run derby he's going to go out there he's going to be first of all forget about ripping off his jersey in la when they are doing the home run derby at five o'clock local time he ain't even going to be wearing no fucking jersey He's going to go shirtless. He's going to be bronzed. Get in the tanning booth before you come out here, Pete, because this sun out here will burn you. Make sure you lather up. Put it all over your body. Want to protect yourself from turning beet red? Because he might look like this at home run. But I'm telling you, dude, I think he might win the MVP.
0: You are fired up today. I I love it. I Look, I've gone back and forth with Pete. I don't know Pete. I wish I did, um, but the more you watch the guy play and the intensity that he brings to the field, and then he's got, like, you know, a fun side, too, and and, and honestly, like, everything that comes up, he kind of says the right things. Like, I, I just like the guy. I like watching him play, and he hits the shit out of the ball.
1: He really so, does hit it hard, man.
0: It's, he's uh, just a fun, all-around watch. So, I, I don't know about MVP. That'd be great. I mean, I, I wouldn't dislike that uh, to happen, but uh, definitely – this Mets team has got something going on, man. They really, really do.
1: And for people that are going to write in the comments, Rose, he's not even the MVP right now. I, I would agree with you. I think that Paul Goldschmidt and I think Manny Machado have been better. And I think you could even make a case for a Bryce Harper. And so even though he, the team's not good, but and some other guys. So I'm just saying he has a chance to be. I believe the best the Met has ever finished is runner up three times. Give me a guess as to Give me one of the three names that's been a runner-up for an MVP.
0: Is that real? It's got to be uh,
1: Doc Gooden-Strawberry, right? Strawberries won. He finished up runner-up to Kirk Gibson in 88. And that was the year that Gibson did not have MVP numbers, but because of the difference he made on the team, he got the award. Okay.
0: Gooden didn't get it, like, for his rookie year or whatever? No.
1: No, but somebody else was the runner-up. He's still connected with the Mets. Keith Keith Hernandez Keith, finished runner yes. up to Ryan Sandberg in 84 and Tom Seaver finished runner up to Willie Mack I believe in 1969 I want to say
0: interesting Whether okay there's... that's a tidbit I didn't know I figured they'd definitely have a, a MVP I was uh, in their history
1: when I went I went back this weekend I wanted to look at I was like who's the last met to win MVP and there hasn't been one so I was I was really surprised by that baseball today presented to you by these guys shady rays changing the way you wear sunglasses in the outdoors they offer the best combination of fit style and performance without the big brand price tag and you know what i love most about them you're probably a lot like me several times a year where did i put my sunglasses oh they're under my fat ass because i just sat on them and broke them in my car Every pair is backed by lost and broken replacements, So if you lose or you break a pair, even on day one, they will send you a brand new pair. Now, even with the crazy protection program, I'm going to tell you these shades, they have some of the best quality we've ever felt on my face. You cannot go wrong with these. In addition to that, here's something really important that they do. They provide 10 meals to fight hunger in America with every order. So far, they have donated over 20 million meals to date. So you look great with your shades. You feel good in your heart about the impact they're making. And if you don't love them, exchange them for a new pair or return them for free within 30 days. There's no risk when you shop at Shady Ray's. Their team always has your back. And exclusively to our listeners, Shady Rays is giving you the very best deal of the season. Go to ShadyRays.com. Use the code TODAY for 50% off two-plus pairs of premium polarized shades. Use that code word TODAY at ShadyRays.com. You'll be looking better than the Rose Man. Jordan Alvarez getting that bag. Good for him. Reportedly, according to Jeff Passan, six years, $115 the richest contract ever given to a designated hitter. Is this a good deal for the 24-year-old, or did he shortchange himself?
0: I think it's just fine. You know, I don't think he shortchanged himself. You mentioned it's the most ever for a DH. Uh, obviously, that's what he is, uh, what he's going to be for <laughs> the rest of his career. Yeah. So, like, you know, I I think it's great for both sides. I think, what does the, the money come out to
1: right there? So, the, la- like, the last three years that they bought out his first three free agent years, it's going to be 26 a year. That's the big number.
0: Yeah, no. I, and I think it just works for, for both sides. Like I said, like it's not, it's no it's not an astronomical number that the Astros are going to be stuck paying this and it's a good enough it. number. Astronomical. Astronomical. I didn't even think about that. It, it's great. Jordan has been one of my favorite hitters in the game for the last three years. Um, he never seems off balance at the plate. He's got light tower power. He's got plate discipline, uh, if you want someone in a big at bat, like it's, it's him. I don't know. Like they, the Astros 100% needed to do this and they got the job done. This is their, their, their franchise is firing on all cylinders right now and your Don's a big part of it. So they wanted to lock him up and they did it. And I think it's, it's, it's perfect. It really is. They're
1: not, you know, obviously they made the tough decision to let Carlos Correa walk and Jeremy Payne has been fantastic so far replacing him. Now, once again, this is a team that measures itself based on competing for World Series every year, not just making it to October. And that's when Carlos Correa's light shine brightest. So we'll see how that plays out. But as far as Alvarez, they pinpointed very early that this is a guy we're going to have to give nine figures to. And yeah, he's got a little bit of creaky knees, which maybe would worry me a little bit. But once again, he's a DH. We can make it work. Um, it's, it's the fifth highest contract given to a guy who hasn't even reached Arbitration eligible, which I thought was, was kind of fascinating. Tatis, Wander, Posey, and then Trout's first deal. So he's in pretty elite company in terms of what an organization thinks of him. He is going to consistently be over a 900 OPS guy during the regular season. He's almost mid-800s in 34 career playoff games, so he doesn't shy away from that time either. And like you saw what he did yesterday – just one swing, 456 feet against Kansas City, and he made that ballpark look small, which is – that's tough to do.
0: Yeah, he he is an OBP guy, uh, and especially this year, Chris, 26 walks and only 33 strikeouts with pop like you just mentioned. Right. Like that's a – it's a unicorn, and it's what he is. And look, this is – you know, you talk about did he sell himself short at all. I don't think so because I think he's going to be up for another deal as well. And like, as long as his knees hold up, which I mean, I don't see why they wouldn't, he'll get another deal too. Cause he's going to be a banger for the rest of his dang career, man. There ain't no stopping this guy. You kidding me?
1: I want to go check out the strikeout numbers for some of the more prolific, you know, power guys. Like he, Austin he, he, R- R- what did you say? He's got 33, like Austin Riley, really good power guy, 64 Ks.
0: Jordan's got 33 and 26 walks
1: 62 K's that's pretty impressive even judge's numbers aren't terrible he's got 21 homers and 58 strikeouts but that just shows you the difference between Jordan Alvarez and and the rest of the guys I love what you said about him not being off balance it's a little thing that you see as a baseball player but makes perfect sense because how often do we see guys taking weird swings and he's just not one of those dudes
0: yeah, I did a sequence episode um, on a couple of bats that he had against Garrett Cole, and Garrett Cole threw some nasty pitches to him, and he swung through him on the first at-bat, but still not off balance, you know, some sliders in the dirt. Uh, and then the next at-bat, he comes back, gets the same pitches, hits him for a homer. Like, he, he's able to make those adjustments um, at-bat to a at bat even pitch by pitch. Like, he's that good. He's one of those guys. And, and that's why you give him the big bucks. He's, he's an elite hitter. Like, what is he? Would you say he's top five hitter in the game? Like, he's damn close. Top 10 for sure, uh, right?
1: Yes, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely top 10. Um, yes. I mean, in terms of guys that can do damage, if that's what we're talking, strictly about doing damage. Like, when you put the ball in play, are you affecting the outcome of the game? Then, yes, he's top five.
0: Well, now I got to go but see when- who's leading an
1: OPS. And by the way, I wouldn't, it wouldn't shock me if as a DH that he would finish in the top five of the MVP voting.
0: Yeah, he could, he could,
1: he could, because he's on a really good team. That's going to to run away with its division. And he's been far and away the best hitter on that team.
0: We got five guys right now in the league with an OPS with a one daughter. He's the fifth Ward's right in front. Yeah, go ahead.
1: Okay, well, so Ward, Judge. Is Jose there?
0: Machado still
1: there? Oh, he fell. Goldschmidt.
0: Yep, that's it. Judge, Goldschmidt, J-Ram, Ward, and Alvarez, all with one daughters. Bryce Harper, step it up, bro. 9.97 OPS, that shit's whack.
1: (laughs) And unfortunately, Taylor Ward, more bad news for the Angels. He just went on the injured list with that hamstring issue. All right next topic and I really debated putting a bunch of different ones here so just when you say well why didn't you talk about this we considered talking about the Yankees huge weekend particularly their pitching staff I debated putting in the great performances by Joe Musgrove who took a no-hitter again into the eighth inning and Mackenzie Gore who has been outstanding so far so I gave those serious consideration however You lost out to the men in blue again. I just, sometimes when we see shit that's just so weird, we have to talk about it, right? The other night we have, uh, you know, Dave Roberts trying to put a position player in when it's only a five-run deficit. And here we go. I want you to listen to the announcement. By rule, a position player cannot come in the pitch unless they're down by six or more runs. Uh, there's an there's another part of that you could either be up or down by six or more runs they were only down five at that point um and Buck Showalter kind of pointed that out to everybody and then there was the Vic Carpaza issue with Ryan Presley on the mound Sunday in Kansas City where in the ninth Jordan Alvarez had been hit by a slider I think in the top of the ninth and then Michael A. Taylor gets a couple from Presley that are inside kind of waist level pitches that are tailing in maybe to move his feet maybe not but Carpaza comes out there'd been no warnings given he starts yelling at Presley essentially a veteran umpire yelling at a veteran pitcher which of these two umpire incidents made you scratch your head more
0: uh the the Vic and Presley one is ridiculous to me look like, I am all about not hitting batters you know that like that is my hill i'll mm-hmm. die on I'm, i think it's ridiculous when pitchers throw at guys just because they're you know whatever there was some stuff going on you mentioned Jordan got hit but presley's going inside there like what's the point of hitting michael a taylor no offense to michael a taylor but brian dozier had this the same discussion with joe west one time he got a ball up and in and he goes oh joe you think they're coming at me he says "Dozier, you're hitting 230 why would they try to hit you Same thing. Why are they trying to hit Michael Taylor, man? Like you go after the dogs on the team. That's the second time I said dogs on this, on this show today, but you go after the big boys, really? So I I don't think there was any intent there. Maldonado had the card. He even showed Vic. He's like, look, we're trying to pitch the guy inside. That's all we're trying to do here. I thought it was ridiculous. The warnings weren't there. And then, you know, Presley's obviously frustrated. He's fired up, wants to get back on the mound and finish the game. Says like, uh, what did he say to him? Like, you shouldn't have, you should have warned us before, like whatever, whatever. And he gets tossed. I think it's absolutely ridiculous. It, it is the yump show and Vic, I like Vic a lot. You know, better Vic, what are you doing? And then after the game, Vic doesn't even talk. It's Jerry meals who has to uh, talk for him. I know he's the crew chief, but like Vic should be the one talking. And all they said was we thought there was some intent there. He missed him twice. I don't think so. I think it was ridiculous. On the other hand, the Buck Showalter call. Awesome. So that's twice. Now I'm giving a manager credit for doing something. He wants the Dodgers to waste another arm. And I actually really like that strategy and Buck, it seemed like was the only guy in the whole stadium that knew that rule. So you got to give, I didn't to know him. it. I didn't know it. Did
1: you know it? I did not.
0: And is that a new rule? I think I read somewhere. that I They implemented it in 2020 new-ish. or something like that.
1: Yeah. Newish. Um, so a few things they gave Evan Phillips a lot of time to get ready and Josh Bard, who I think is the bullpen coach of the Dodgers, didn't think he had enough, and they were upset with how this whole thing. He came charging out of the bullpen. I mean, it, he looked like a dude on a Saturday night who had one too many. It was like, hey, let's go. Let's go. You want to do I mean, I, I love everybody protecting their guys. I'm not making fun of Josh Bard. I thought it was awesome. That's fine. I was very confused by the whole incident. I was most confused by the fact that the Dodgers had waved the white flag when they are only down five. We've seen it this year. The other team in the dugout came back against the Phillies. They came back against the Giants. It's just some weird shit. I, You can win. Yeah. You can still win a game. I don't know.
0: It was interesting. You know, a lot of times they predetermine who's available and who can pitch, and and after Bueller, you know, had a very short outing, they had, I think they used six pitchers, and maybe Jordan that was the true. end of the card for them, and they didn't want to use somebody, uh, but Buck knows that. And, and I don't know. It's – I think the worst thing the Dodgers did was wear those uniforms. Why do they have the worst City Connect uniforms?
1: I am all for, you know, embracing the heritage of the city. They could have gone so many different directions with it. Is that even Dodger blue? No, but there's a lot of teams that go go off color.
0: And no one says Los Dodgers, okay? Nobody says Los Dodgers.
1: I hear it on one radio ad. In town. I Los
0: Doyers is what people will say around you. Yes, here. that's
1: what they say. Los Doyers. Right.
0: I don't know, man. They're the worst ones. Right. Besides, I mean, the Rockies are pretty bad, too.
1: Vic Carapazza, I don't know what you're doing. I, I hated it. Come on, Vic. I, can I give you a quick Presley story? I don't know if I've told you this before. Sure. Because weren't you teammates with him in Minnesota? Love
0: Presley. Him and I have spent yeah, many nights together.
1: I think I told you this. that Malar and I were doing a show in Boston one time, uh, and he, he walks past. And he's like, hey, guys, love your show. And I was like, hey, thanks, Alex. And Alex Presley was a former outfielder for the Twins. Yeah, I know him. He kind of stopped. He didn't hear me. He heard it. It didn't sink in. He walked another 10 feet and he stopped. Me. He goes, by the way, it's Ryan. I was like, oh, shit. What an asshole. Got it. Oh, feel his,
0: He'll never forget that. Oh, yeah. I know. He lets me life. know
1: every time I've seen him. Every time I've seen him. <laughs> he's like, hey, Chris, Alex Presley. It's very funny. I, I, he's got it i fucked it up
0: he's owned he has a chip on his shoulder and he's worked that thing into becoming one of the better relievers in all of baseball so yeah. i love presley man
1: yeah okay uh last one we'll do this quickly are you on board with other sport celebrations in baseball what i mean by that we saw Wright state hit a homer dude circles the pillows comes in they give him the nerf hoop he dunks afterward which was kind of funny big boy duncan i liked it uh, and then the Miami Marlins with a walk off against the San Francisco Giants and our guy Miggy Rowe busts out a football helmet of all things to give to Jesus Sanchez who hit the game winning sack fly and he's wearing a freaking football helmet with Marlins logos on it. Are we good with all this stuff.
0: I like the helmet because I think that's unique. I don't know if I've seen that before. It's like the player of the game helmet. I don't think it's just a walk-off yeah. helmet, like player of the game helmet, right? Uh, the other yeah. one, the dunk thing's been done before. So I'm kind of over that. And I also don't like college baseball. Uh, so I'm okay with the Marlins doing
1: what they're doing. It's pretty cool. Better be careful. Ashland's going to come kick your ass, bro. I don't care.
0: Everyone was all on college baseball when there was no major league baseball, when we are in the lockout. Um, I, never, I never got on that train. I'm proud of that. You know, I'm a baseball have- snob.
1: I know you are. What do you have coming up on John Boy Media?
0: Going to do Talking Baseball. The three amigos are back. Me, Jimmy, and Jake Ooh. are going to do the uh, series recap. Monday episodes are my favorite. So definitely come check it out with us. What about you?
1: Uh, latest episode of the Rose Rotation with Lucas Giolito of the Chicago White Sox. A lot of people are calling him Mucus Giolito because he had a terrible coughing spell on our. We uh, released the story of the. <laughs> Now infamous the White Sox took from Toronto to Buffalo. Um, it's worth a listen. It's amazing. That's all I can Love say. That. Just take Tyler Stevenson to the Cincinnati Reds this morning as well. That'll be out on Thursday. Real nice kid. Uh, so we got a lot of that. And before we go, shout out to Kelsey Wingert and her now husband, Casey. Congratulations. Look like an amazing party. Uh, I think Paxton was down there. I think Jake was down there. I think Maddie Mavis are down there representing Team John Boy. So that is awesome. Congratulations to the happy new couple. Yes,
0: congrats. Welcome to the end of the rest
1: of your life. Um, Okay, we are uh, back at it again on Tuesday. Special shout out to our producer extraordinaire, the one and only Robbie Shirocco, and our summer intern, the soon-to-be-graduating Alden Stone. That Pluf. T-Ploof. I'm Chris Rose. We will see you Tuesday on Baseball Today, presented to you by Shady Rays.